Welcome to this week's Anglers Channel Insider Podcast, brought to you by Ranger Boats. Still building legends one at a time. Now here's your host, Chris Brown. Welcome folks to this week's Anglers Channel Insider Podcast, brought to you by Sportsman's Warehouse. Your fishing and outdoor store. Check them out online at sportsmans.com or in a store. They got a bunch of them around, Kenneth. We just go to Chattanooga, can't we? Just go out there and right. do a little shopping. And uh, I might have to do that here for too long, but check them out. I am Chris Brown, along with Director of Social Media, Mr. David Jong, English Channel Insider, Mr. Kenneth Grover. We are on Zoom with each other. And David, I'm going to tell you, it's great to see you. Is it really? Yeah, it is. It is. It's great to it's great to not see your 2011 me with the goat hairdo. So, what? The picture you put on social with you and the goat, KVD. Oh. And your hair, yeah. your hair from that from 2011. I mean, I know it was 10 years ago. But dude, that hair. That was impressive. Yeah, I if I could go back 10 years, if that's the one thing I could take back is my hair from 10 years ago, I would take it. You do it? I got you. I'm with dude. If I go back 10 years to keep my hair, I'd do it too. I promise you. But your hair, dude, that was impressive. I just want to take a pair of scissors and just cut your bangs because they were they were, they were pretty good. So you with the goat, though, that was a special memory for you, wasn't it? Or was it, or was it the other guy that was there? I couldn't remember. Uh, I'll just say – it was my it was a good my first time ever meeting Kevin Van Dam one of I guess I guess maybe for him reluctantly in a way but uh, yeah my first time ever meeting him and it kind of opened up the floodgates of where I wanted to go in a way okay so, all right did you cry when you after you met him no you know like to be honest I, I, when I when I met him for that photo the funny thing was that no one was talking to him oh. Granted, it, it was in Chicago, so I, oh, well, I don't go. know, and yeah. and it was what January, so but no, yeah, everybody it was, was very nice to talk to him. Everybody was still a little cold at that point, so well, good, <laughs> well, good. It's uh, that was uh, that was a cool deal. We are excited about this week's show, Kenneth. I had no idea you were a hand model. Did you know you were a hand model? I did not know that you were a hand model in the latest Rely On battery. Uh, Tech Tip Tuesday or Tech Tuesday, uh, some photos of you or your hands at least have emerged uh, amongst that video. And um, I thought, well, KV or OKG is a hand model there. How about that? So well, that that may be a good thing. You're moving up in the world. Just the hands. You're moving up in the world. That's for sure. So that's a cool deal. If uh, if you're listening and you're wondering what all this fuss is going on on the website on social media everything else we have started our own little fantasy fishing type of thing weekly if i was gonna call them it's our you pick them contest and you know eeyore up there didn't think we'd have that many participate and uh lo and behold my friend we are pushing a hundred people participating in this you pick them which I'm, i'll be honest I'm, I'm surprised with and i'm excited about we're about eight away from hitting 100, and I really need eight more people. Today, as you listen to this, go to anglerschannel.com, go to contest, click on You Pick Them, and just enter what you think is going to win these tournaments. If you've listened to this show in the past, 
you've heard our you pick them contest um we're inviting you guys to join us now so everybody gets to play and you get to make your picks on your own so nobody hears you know 28 pounds and somebody says 28 one or somebody guesses one which nobody's guessed one yet for any of them well you kind of you can't in this deal because you don't know the other picks but it could be a smart play it could be a smart play somewhere i will tell you this I'm not going to do this every week, but I've had a few guys not read the fine print when it comes to what we're picking. If you're picking this deal, the Big Bass Tour is a single bass. It's the largest bass that wins that event. (laughs) If you're picking this deal, the Strike King Big Bass Challenge is a single bass. It's one. It's a single bass. So remember that I have gone back and emailed a few guys going, hey, thanks for playing. But I don't know that 29 is going to win on Rayburn. If he does, that'd be great. One guy picked 69 to win on the Big Bass Tour, and I thought, dude, if that's the case, I want to see it, right? <laughs> but you just let's back it up, dial it down. It's one fish. So they changed them. It's all good. I did have one guy ask him, I said, do you want to change your picks? He said no. I said, all right, that's cool. If a guy wins it with a 25-pounder, then you got my prizes. That'll be awesome. So I will give it to you. But rules are simple. Every Monday morning, we put out five events on the website. Um, go out, fill in the form. Make your guest for the upcoming tournaments closest to the winning weight without going over wins it. We got, I highlighted this little rule for us. If they're dead on, Kenneth, do they get an extra point? Come on, KG. That's up, that's up on. to you. Come on, KG. I mean, We're all playing. This is, this is a... I won't say what I want to say, but this is a rule that will open it up for all the anglers to vote. If you hit it dead on, should you get an extra point? I vote yes. David? Yeah, especially in those, what, hundredths? You know, if you can nail it down to the hundredths of a pound, ooh, you you get you definitely deserve an extra point. I'm, I'm voting yes. David votes yes. Kenneth? Uh, sure, go ahead. Okay, there I, we go. And look, hey, I'm, if 100 participants in this – there's going to be some close weights. It's going to be good. High percentage that someone will land on top of it. That's right. That's right. So, but basically, you got to pick every week. You accrue points. At the end of the month, guy with the most points wins. If there's a tiebreaker, we go back to the last week's picks and the timestamp of your email when it comes to me. That decides the tiebreaker, right? All right. Most points wins. And you say, well, CB, what do I win? Why do you get a Sports and Warehouse gift card? You get some other little goodies. We got some. Sorry, our folks, our friends from Gill are going to throw some stuff in. Car going to throw some stuff in. TH Marine, Strike King, lose. We got everybody throwing stuff in, right? Going to sp- spread them out across the you know the next twelve months. Um, but you get you get a deal. But the most important prize, the most cherished prize, is the twenty four karat plastic bass trophy that you will receive, and you will be the winner of the trophy for years to keep forever forever i have put so much time and money into this deal i'm buying a new, a new trophy every month i really am i mean they're 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 pretty expensive and john Byrne told me you better be careful you're gonna blow my budget and i'm like i got this i got this every I'm, month i'm, I'm kind of glad we weren't doing a trophy for every month before I, I wouldn't have enough room to put them no you would not you would not bastard you would not one entry per week per person we will announce the leaders at the end of each week 
We'll highlight them on this show on Wednesday mornings, but you have until Wednesday at midnight to get your picks in for the upcoming weekend. 12.01, it's out. I'll start deleting emails at 12.01. If I wake up Thursday morning and there's entries in, you're out. Not going to happen. Midnight, Wednesday night, we're going to put them in. Um, there are some big names playing this contest now, Kenneth. Big, big names playing this uh, contest. I've got one I'm going to ask you about here in a minute. Who's so, that? But I'll wait. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I, you know, scrolling through social media, I've been called out by one person in particular. <laughs> I have not yet seen her picks. Okay, and I'm guessing you may not see her picks. I don't know. She's got to get on the ball. So, Michelle Eichstead, never give up. Get your picks in. You're going to need them. Get them in quick to play with Kenneth. But also, too, David, I've not seen Kenneth's picks either. So, <laughs> it's uh, – <laughs> to, 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 to beat the man, you got to be the man, or be, be the man, you got to beat the man, right? Whatever Jason says, I don't know. I lose track. But we got some I'll big names playing this. Not only am I, not only are David and I playing this game, the B man, Mister Fred Duran, has got his picks in already. Now, just so, just so, just to clarify, and so it's all clear and cool, I put my picks in first, right? I picked the derbies. I put my picks in, so my name's top of the list, right? So you're you're trying to get the tiebreaker. I well. <laughs> I won't get the tiebreaker because I can really can't win, right? But I'm just going to play anyway to see where I stack up against everybody. But I can put my picks in first, and everybody else that come through, I put them in in order as they come in into my spreadsheet, and everything populates, and it looks really pretty. But um, Matt Lazenby, our buddy from Auburn, is playing this game, and the one and only Major League Fishing's own Joseph Opeger has sent his picks Ooh. in today. Wow. He's playing with us, so this could be really good. I'd love to see some pros get involved in this. Hint, hint. Anybody listening would love to play. I'd love to see some pros get involved in this. But it's simple. It's a lot of fun. It's the You Pick'em Contest on the website, EnglishChannel.com. going to happen every week, winter each month. It's going to be a good time. So you mean this is open to everybody? It is everybody an open play? event like the ABT one hundred. It's wide ass open. All you need is an email address. If That's you it. Want to sign I up need a name something. and an email address, and we're golden. That's all you need. You got to fill them both out, and um, it will be uh, that'd be great. So you guys do that. Uh, this is going to grow. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, we're going to have a good time. Wear my TH Marine hat tonight. If you buy a Gen 2 culling system, you get free cull weights. David, yours is on the way. So Thank I, you. I've already got that squirt away. And I did learn one thing this past weekend, David. Don't you yell us now? If you're leaving your in-laws like I did on Thursday night, Went over there to see my in-laws real quick. If you're leaving your in-laws, my, my, my father-in-law is diabetic, so he's always got little things of candy laying around, right? And on the dining room table, the kitchen table, there's a basket. Nutty Buddies, oatmeal cream cookies, right? And Twinkies. He got the Twinkies. On my way out, I usually grab a Twinkie because it's like a 10-minute ride home. Everybody loves a good Twinkie, right? I grab a Twinkie, head out the door, Wife's with me, jump in the truck. When I grabbed the Twinkie out of the basket, I thought, well, that's cute. It's festive. It's for Valentine's Day. Got a little heart on it. Well, that's really cute. Don't eat. Do not eat. 
the Twinkies with the hearts on them. Don't do it, David. Don't do it. Why? Got in the truck, <laughs> heading down the road, pop that sucker open. Put it, put it in my mouth and take a bite. I don't even take a full bite because I suddenly realize this Twinkie is tainted. Tainted, David. It is not an actual Twinkie. It's a mixed berry Twinkie just for Valentine's Day. Who in their right mind makes a mixed berry Twinkie? Is it like jam filled or is it like the cream filling inside is like... It's mixed berry cream is what it is. It ain't the normal vanilla. Ask me if I ate it. It's a negative. Ask if I stopped and, and ask me if I stopped in the middle of the road and spit it out. That would be true. And my wife looked at me and my dog looked at me like, what are you doing? I'm like, somebody has made a mixed berry Twinkie and it's disgusting. I'm just going to be honest. It's disgusting. There's- yeah, there's nothing worse than having in your mind, you know, the set taste that you're going to get. You stick it in your mouth, and it's completely different. Oh, it's oh god, it was awful. I mean, somebody has. I mean, it was so bad that when we went over there Sunday, or actually, yeah, Sunday for for dinner, like we do every Sunday, I rooted through the basket to find a original Twinkie, and he had three. I took them all with me. I'm like, I'm no, you need to get rid of all that other crap. Original Twinkies only. Two five six five three five three two one seven. The X Zone Hotline. No matter if you're a tournament fisherman, a weekend warrior, an occasional angler, find out why Elite Series angler Brandon Poloniak trusts X Zone Lures. Catch me every day. Find out more XZoneLures.com. X Zone Hotline. Two five six five three five three two one seven. Let me know your thoughts on one that you pick them contest. If you're playing, why you're not playing, and on the mixed berry Twinkies. Because, my God, they're awful. But I know somebody out there is going to say, CB, that's the best thing since sliced bread. And I'm going to say your bread's moldy because they're awful. They 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 are really, really bad. We do have a fun show for you guys coming up tonight. Um, it, for the first, I mean, first time in a month, we've had back, you know, the same guy on here twice. But Derek Monday's going to join us. Monday just smacked him again, Kenneth. Just whacked him on the old um, – uh, on Rayburn over the or last week in the Toyota Series event. And, uh, I mean, had what, another near 40-pound bag, had a 13-pounder and a 10-pounder, and a borrowed boat nonetheless. So uh, we're going to talk to him, find out how he won that deal. Uh, well, we know how he won it. It was a 8XD in a Carolina rig. How about that? I did, I did my research. I think he, well, he had, what, 70 pounds, David? Won it by, what, 13 pounds close to it? Something like that. Uh... Something like that. 13 pounds, 14 pounds, exactly. Yep. 14, so yeah, so a big win by him. Um, so we're going to talk to him as well. And uh, we got a lot going on. Um, talk a few hot topics brought to you by Relyon Lithium Batteries. Tailor-made lithium for your boat, giving you the most power to help you make the most of your time on the water. Check them out, RelyonBattery.com. KG, you... Uh, You've been using Reliant. Oh, hang on. We got a special guest. Wait a minute. We're going to hit the button right here. Who is it? Who might it be? There he is. Oh. Hey. <laughs> my wife's desk. Oh, DG. What's happening, brother? What's up, dude? How are y'all? We're good. We're good. Oh. Look at there. I mean, he's got Hi. the microphone. You stole, you're on Randy's desk, ain't you? 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> she, this is what she does all day running her Mary Kay empire. And uh, I had to rent it for a minute just to visit with you guys. So let me, y'all. now did, did, did I see, did I see a picture or a video as y'all were leaving? Uh, she has a pink Cadillac. Is that right? Yeah, man. She's had like four or five, six of them. So maybe? she's like, like she's that. like up there in the Mary Kay empire. Yeah, man. She's done it full time. Um, basically since we were married almost 16 years. Wow, that's awesome. That's I'll get corrected if I'm wrong. Yeah, but she does <laughs> She does great with it. And it was awesome when it uh, all the COVID stuff last year happened. She, like, so quickly transitioned to doing this stuff. So I got that, you. That's, that's good for me because I'm, I'm, you know, I have someone who can get me on Zoom calls at any time. At any time. That's pretty awesome. Well, I got a – talking to my guys, I got a text last week from you. Let me see. What was it? Um what did you say? You you were traveling, and I and I quote: "I'm headed to Florida to do elite shit." Have yeah. you figured out what elite shit is yet? Or, or what have you been doing the past few days, getting ready? Um, I spent most of the day today actually, um, like playing in my boat. Okay, you know, wiring up stuff and like getting finishing touches on the boat and stuff like you know little stuff like that, and then actually spent a bunch of time playing with tackle and, you know, like. I got a bunch of new a new Falcon rod, so I'm having to try to see like which one am I gonna flip with, which am I gonna do this with. So a lot of that tinkering, going back and forth stuff. And uh, wouldn't you know, I come to Florida and like it's a blowing like 40, <laughs> 40 degrees a day. There's a freeze warning in the morning. So um, I spent most of the day doing that today. Didn't get on the water. Okay. When are you gonna get on the water? Uh, Harris chain. Okay. When are you gonna do that? Probably tomorrow. Okay. All right. Probably go out there. I, I did go out the other day for a day or two and put some hours on the motor. Um, I fished one day um, over in Lake Griffin quite a bit. Okay. All right. So it's pretty good. Well, good. Well, good. See, trying to get dialed into what's happening before you head uh, to St. John's and uh, just, just kind of get kind knock the rust off a little bit. Yeah. I mean, this was, you know, everyone, uh, all, all the guys that been doing this for years, it was like such a quick turnaround. It was unusual. Where it was unusual for me is I was doing the whole boat sale and all that, like around December, January and all that. Uh, in the past, man, I fished every day in December and November and all that. So I fish a lot in the fall and the winter. And uh, and with, with me about to sell my boat, I didn't fish quite a bunch, you know, as much because I didn't want to have issues, you know, tearing something up on Toledo Bend or anything like that. So um, I hadn't fished as much as I normally do in the winter. And so I wanted to come down here and like be on the water as much as I could. That's just where I'm comfortable and I'm used to fishing a lot of days. So, yeah, I mean, just I just work in the kinks out, man. Just want to get some bites and feel good about life before we head over to St. John's Friday. There you go. There you go. Now, last time we talked to you, you just got the invite. You were head of yeah. the elites. And you were all pumped up. But, I mean, that was kind of a quick celebration because you had to get to work pretty fast to get everything lined up, didn't you? Yeah. Um, you know, immediately we started working all this, you know, the, the sponsor stuff and all that. You have to get all that done and, and – I don't think I got all that done and ordered my jersey until almost the second week of January. Like, my jerseys just arrived down. I actually got them shipped down here to make sure I was going to get them. And so, wow. um, I hope that we don't have another year like this. I am too much of a plotter and a thinker and a planner, you know? <laughs> I, I like to plan things out a lot. And and, and honestly, I, I like to have my boat. A, I don't like to be not fishing. Right. I'll say that. Yeah. Like, a lot of the guys like downtime to go deer hunting and all that. And I like a little, little break here or there. Uh, just to play a little golf, have a little downtime, but I don't, I don't need two months without a boat. I like to fish as sure. much as I can. Cause I feel like I'm, I'm learning, I'm staying in tune, all that stuff. So, um, so hopefully the next two days I get to go out and catch some. And then Friday we're going to head over to St. John's 
and, uh, you know, get the camper all set up and kind of settle in all that. We start practice actually Sunday. So the, the one good thing, if there's a, a, a shining moment, I like to be Mr. Positive. All this happened so quick. There wasn't a whole lot of sitting around like worrying about stuff or getting too excited or whatever. Like I've had to just get to work. Right. And so there hadn't been that buildup. I'm sure, you know, practice and, and beginning the tournament and all that, like that excitement and all that's going to hit me. But, but I've been so busy getting stuff ready, you know, um, and, and everyone in the industry is trying to do this and everyone's behind. And, you know, I was very blessed. Like all my sponsors were able to get me, you know, everything, all my baits, rods, line, you know, everything. Um, so, so we're ready to go. Good. Good. How much golf have you played? Um, when I'm not fishing, I'm golfing every day. If it's not raining, I mean, in um, Florida, actually, how much have you played in Florida? Uh, me and my wife went out and chipped a little bit the other day. We're staying at Tavares at Fisherman's Cove, and there's a little par three course. Okay, that's cool. Literally between me and the lake, there's a par three course. I can walk out here to a hole, <laughs> and so me and her and the dog walked out the other afternoon. There wasn't nobody out there, so we went out there and just kind of chipped around and putted a little bit. Just had a little downtime. Now is is Rowdy kind of strutting a little more, kind of sticking his chest out with his with his name on the truck now? No, he's kind of like me, man. Last year took a toll on the Gleasons. We tired still. Uh, no, he's not strutting yet. No. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're, we're all still kind of dragging, uh, dragging rear end. Like the whole way down here the other day, he like slept the whole way. So. Gotcha. But I, I would bet that you can find him strutting around, you know, next week, probably Thursday afternoon okay. at a weigh-in probably. He'll all be ready. Right. I got you. I got you. Any nerves before you head to St. John's? None that I'm aware of yet. I think it's going to come. Yeah. I mean, I, I, and I'm just saying that based on, you know, last year, for, you know, I'm, I'm a rookie again, I guess. So I was rookie on the FLW Pro Circuit last year um, and didn't really feel nervous about that. Again, I was preparing, getting ready and all that. And then, you know, day, day one, you got you got to get excited. I would think all those guys get excited. And I, and I think most of us have the mindset, if you're not excited about it, you need to be in a, a different line of business because this sport is too hard to not have those positive emotional experiences. You know what I mean? Sure. I mean, if, if, if we all just focus on the dollars and this is a business, you know, I, I can't imagine why we would do it. There's a lot of heart and a lot of thought goes into it. So I, I'm sure there will be, um, I'm hoping it's like Sunday when I'm holding up the trophy, that's when it hits uh, me that I'm like, Oh, I'm nervous now, you know, but, uh, you know, honestly it hit me before, but, but that ain't such a bad thing, dude. I mean, no, at all. I won't be tired during practice any because I'll be excited. So that's a good thing. That'll be awesome. That'll be good. Yeah. So what's your schedule? You said practice starts on Sunday. So what's your yeah. what's what's the schedule for next week? Um, so we're gonna practice uh, Sunday through Tuesday. Wednesdays are off day, and we're gonna do like all the photos and boat gotcha. inspections, all those. You know, I'm not even sure. I'm just a rookie, so I don't even know all of it yet. But uh, <laughs> we're going to head over there Friday afternoon and, like, get our camper set up and get life set up and all that. And then I'll have Saturday to kind of relax. If I want to work on tackle and do some things like that. But, it, I, you know, obviously being down in Florida, I've been looking at the forecast, and I'm seeing, uh, like, some moisture in our future, it looks like, coming yeah. up. Yeah, it it so, it could be interesting. It, it's it's always interesting when the tournament comes to Florida, a big tournament comes to Florida, because you never know what's going to happen. So. Yeah, and it kind of reminds me of home. Like we 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 have this weather like this. It'd be cold three days, and you wear shorts three days, you know. And it may rain the rest of the week. So, um, you know, we'll just throw some uh, rain gear on and be fine with it. But but that does give me some incentive this week to make sure I got everything kind of, you know, prepared like I want it in the boat and everything spooled up and ready to go. So um, I'm and I'm probably not as far behind. I know some guys um, are like just getting their boats and I've seen that, all that yeah. this week. Yeah. 
Uh, I've I would be going crazy. nuts, dude. Yeah. So yeah. that would um, that would stress me out in, in a big way. Big time. So. Yes be that far behind so well i gotta say and guys you can back me up on this this has got to be the best lighting i've ever we have ever had for a for a guest on this show that comes well, in via zoom kudos to my wife i mean this is this is impressive i'm i'm, I'm well I'm, she's got the whole lighting system set up i mean she is you know i told you the other day i think I, i'm gonna say i said rock star i'll probably use a different adjective for her. but she she's like to do all everything man she's well i mean you're making her pull the big trailer, right? She pulls the camper yeah. by herself. She, she pulls. She pulls the camper by herself. Me and Rowdy get up in the Toyota and pull the uh, pull the boat. Um, <laughs> so, and when you know, it's it's always funny to me because like we pull up to we try to stop at truck stops. Obviously, she's pulling a forty foot camper and using a big dually, and so, um, you know, like she has to go around usually where the the big trucks are and all yeah. that stuff. So. Um, I'm sure that there's a lot of shock and awe back there when she steps out of that <laughs> big rig, you know, but no. And look, man, like just to show you how you flow a life, she couldn't even back my truck down last year at this time, like really? back my boat down a ramp. Wow. And, and just due to life circumstances, we had to get a camper to travel together, you know, all the COVID stuff going on and, and, uh, her health, she has some, some very high risk issues with COVID. So, obviously I'm not doing this without her being with me. That's part of it. And so this was the best way for her to do it. So, uh, yeah, when I, when I drove the camper home, dude, it was like a two hour drive from where we bought it in Shreveport. And, uh, I drove an hour down the road and I pulled it on the side of the road and I said, here, you try it. And she got in and was like, wow, this isn't hard at all. It's not too bad. So, you know, like I said, she's a superstar, man. That's all. Does it all. That's awesome. Well, DG, thanks for the show. Good luck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, y'all be careful going over to St. John's, and uh, yeah. we can't wait to talk to you next week and see how things are going over there. So, Yeah, y'all chime in anytime, man. Always a pleasure to, to join you guys, man. appreciate y'all having me. Absolutely. But y'all be safe. Good luck next week. So there he is, guys. Daryl Gleason. We were talking last week. We, hey, actually, Colin, I was going down the road. We were talking. He said, I said, we've been doing Florida for a week. He said, elite shit. I said, what does that entail? He said, I'm not sure yet, but I want to do elite shit. So I said, well, there you go. All right, cool. So we'll uh, we'll let him do that. We'll take a quick little break. When we come back, we're going to welcome in Derek Mundy to the show and uh, talk a little bit about Sam Rayburn before he makes his Bass University debut right here on the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Turn up the heat with America's most innovative total performance fishing machines. With more best-in-class features, the Ranger Z Comanche Series has taken all-out performance to even higher levels. Dare to dream and join a whole new level of leadership, the Ranger Z Comanche Series. Still building legends, one at a time. At Mercury, there are no limits to the lengths we'll go. Make sure you have no limits either. Unlimited adrenaline. Unlimited fun. Unlimited weekend. Except maybe having to go home eventually. Introducing the all-new V8 Mercury Pro XS. Light, quick, efficient. Mercury, go boldly. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. I'm brought to you by our friends at Strike King Lure Company. Lose rods and reels. Products made for winners. Speaking of winners, for the second time this month on this show, second time this year on this show, our buddy, Mr. Derek Monday, 
from Sam Rayburn, the big winner in this weekend's, past weekend's Toyota Series event. Let's talk about that deal, brother. I mean, holy crap. Man, it, uh, it'll make you grin for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll make you grin. Oh, holy smokes. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it, it's usually we have guys on this show, you know, every year we have, you know, the same guy on a couple of times, but never twice in the same 30 days, right? So very rarely is is the same guy on twice in thirty days. So what forty some odd pounds in in the BFL to start the year, and now this I mean almost had forty pounds day two. What happened day one? I guess that's the big question. Man, I uh, I went to a, a, about three different schools and and they I just couldn't get them get them to buy it. I mean they uh, I could see them, but they was relating funny, and I I just. I couldn't get them to, um, you know, commit, and so I bailed on it and went through a rattle trap and I to catch that that small bag I caught the first day. Okay, all right. So fast forward to day two. Now we got to go out there and make a move. And I mean, when I'm going down the road and I'm getting text messages from Elite Series pros going. I assume you're going to be talking about Rayburn on your show next week, and I'm like, well, why? I'm traveling. I hadn't even looked yet. And I said, why? And he said, well, you know, Derek's got, you know, a 13-pounder in the bag. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And I pull it up. And, um, I mean, dude, I mean, what what changed on day two? Man, I, I decided to uh, just go to a completely different spot. I had a, a spot actually closer back towards the weigh-in because the day one I had boat number 13. So I got my pick of what I wanted to fish. Sure. Right? Well, I knew that I wasn't going to have that on day two. And there's a school that I actually found uh, before a tournament last weekend and never went to them. And I said, I'm just going to start there. It'll change everything up. It'll change my rotation, you know. And I pulled up and third cast caught a 13. <laughs> third cast caught a 13? Did you know it was 13? Third cast. And then <laughs> – uh, well, I mean, it's hard to say. She was huge. Uh, I, I get her in the boat and, and I, I put her in the live well real quick. And I, and I look at my co-angler and I was like, uh, how big was that? <laughs> and he's like, man, I think it's 13. And I was like, wow. oh man, it's probably just 12, you know? Wow. So 13 on your third cast. So how do you back that up? Just keep catching them? Well, three cast. Three casts later, I double up on two of them, like uh, seven and a half or better. <laughs> well, what, each what? Do what now? Say that again. You do what now? You doubled like three up. Three casts later. Oh yes, sir. I, uh, I after I put her in the box, I'm actually trying to get my crankbait out of the net, and I look up there and I see them, and uh, so I, and when I fire out there, like like three casts later, uh, like one smokes it. And she comes up, jumps, and I say, oh, yeah, that's another big one. And she goes back down right beside the boat, and then they about take the rod out of my hand. And uh, wow. I, I, I get them up to the top, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's two of them. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, I, Kenneth, have you ever caught a 13 and then backed it up with a 7 and said, oh, that's still a pretty – it's it's a big one? To me, the 7 would be 
small compared to the 13, well, but all well, it crap. would be, but seven is still a good one. Seven's a really good one for us, but and two. So, I mean, I got to ask, what line are you using? I mean, because that's it's I'm going to buy some today. So, uh, cigar and Vizex, I actually had a 20 on it, a 20 pound. I was throwing on the crankbait. So, what crankbait were you throwing when you caught these fish? Uh, I caught these on the uh, on the uh, 8XD striking 8XD. What color? Uh, chartreuse shad. <laughs> Good answer, the, right? The most fish catchingest <laughs> color known to man, right there, especially this time of year. So, on an 8XD. All right, so you got so you got those both in the boat. So now you got three for a ton. So now what do you do? Well, I actually, I mean, I uh, fished around there, and um, I, they busted up real bad. I couldn't, I couldn't get another bite, and uh, and I was like, heck, you know, if I catch two three pounders, I'm fishing tomorrow. So I, I head out. I pick my red <laughs> rattle trap up. Wait, wait and, you got uh, you got three in the boat. You got the three time. in the boat for what? Let's see, fourteen, and you got for twenty seven pounds, and you're like, yeah, a couple more, I'm gonna fish tomorrow. You're fishing tomorrow right there, dude. <laughs> Holy crap! Well, I mean, it, it's Rayburn. You, you don't know. Uh, I mean, Dakota was leaving, and that dude, he's a stick on Rayburn. I mean, he, uh, I'm surprised he didn't back it up with another 20. You know, he's, he does real good on Rayburn. Wow. Wow. So what were your last two fish? What did they weigh? Uh, it's hard to say. I, uh, I ended up running around with a rattle trap, never could feel my limits. So I run back out there and uh, get settled in and, like, in 10 minutes, I caught the last two on a Carolina rig. On uh, a Carolina rig. My man. I like it. 8XD, Kenneth, and a Carolina rig. That's 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 like right up your alley. That's, I mean, it's right up my alley, <laughs> right, right away. So these fish or this spot compared to where you were in the BFL, how close were you? Same school? Similar school? Uh, no, probably, uh, I'm trying to think, probably uh, – four or five six miles away oh, oh wow okay oh, wow okay all right so you really weren't i mean did you go back to where you were in the bfl and and, and look for those fish or see if anything else was still there i actually started in that area not on that spot because i found them in a different area and uh, i actually started there and i mean there was fish there but ever since i caught them in the bfl people's been they kind of people's word getting around and they're kind of messing with them. I leaned on them. I don't feel like they're hurting them. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like they're hurting them because it's so specific, but just the pressure, yeah. you know, they, they won't they, they won't set up and relate like like they need to relate for me to catch them. I got you. I got you. David or Kenneth, go ahead. So you, you keep saying that that you pull up and you're looking at them, you're seeing them. What are you using to see these fish? Is it your electronics? What what's your setup? Uh, I, I use the Hummingbird 360. That's uh, what I have on my boat. I don't have the live scope. So you're actually seeing them on the 360, or is it, is it the cover and the fish, or what? What is it that you're kind of looking for? Uh, the fish, because these are clean spots. Uh, these are like like the dinner table, you know. Oh, how big? How big are these spots? Uh, where I caught them in that BFL was actually on a spot about the size of a. A tabletop i mean it's it was it's small uh we're oh, this spot is actually 
Man, it, it's it's probably about the size of a, uh, a living room. Okay. All right. What does a 13-pounder look like on 360? She's big. <laughs> <laughs> She's real big. I got to mark up for a soundbite. for nothing. That's wow. <laughs> that And you did all this in a borrowed boat, didn't you? Yes, sir. My motor blew up the previous weekend. I had a. I, uh, I'm very thankful. I got some good friends. They hooked me up. That's awesome. That uh, that is. Did they awesome. have to come, kind of co-sign with that check to get their boat back, or how'd that work out? I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I told him I wanted to get it detailed for him, but uh, he told me don't wash it or whatever. He didn't want me to wash all the. Uh, I guess the good luck. Off. Good luck. Yeah, we'll wash <laughs> good luck. Off. That's right. That's right. So, David, what you got? Well, going with the whole bar boat thing, I mean, again, I've not, I guess you're a 13 pounder. That's bigger than anything I'll probably have catch in my, in my whole entire lifetime. David, but, you are a 13 pounder, son. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, how, I mean, being in a bar boat, you know, you catch a, a 13 pounder first thing in the morning. How worried were you with trying to keep this fish alive throughout the whole entire day before weighing? Like, I mean, I know you weighed in a bit early, but how worried were you about fish care and everything uh, being in a bar boat? Oh, absolutely. It uh, it weighed on my mind a little bit. I opened that live. I about wore the hinges out on that live one, checking on her. Uh, and uh, I, I mean, the water's cold. So, I mean, it, it, that helps a lot. But I, I made sure I checked on her. I, I mean, hell, I'd probably give her CPR if I had to. <laughs> I, did you take a picture? I wanted to see what 40 pounds, 39 pounds looks like in, in, in that live well. Because I can't imagine what that looks like. Oh, just like a bag of meat. Right, I didn't get that one this time. Man, golly, <laughs> it, it it was uh it was full. I had to put that one in her by herself because uh she she was kind of in there like a jay. She wouldn't uh <laughs> I mean she was too long really, and and I had like four fin clips on uh you know on her fins you know to help hold her upright. I mean it was, right, it was pretty crazy deal. Did your co angler catch anything at all? No, and uh, I mean that that boy can fish. He's actually him and his dad are their sticks on Rayburn, and this boy's like he's sixteen. Uh, yeah, I'm sure y'all talked to him one day. That's, I mean, he's a he's a stick. Well, that's awesome. But without him, I I wouldn't have probably got that double. I mean, he was he he, he sacked him up with that. I mean, as <laughs> soon as I got him up, he sacked him. And, and when uh they got him in the boat, both of them flopped and both come unhooked off the bait. That's really? the same time. Wow. 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 Hmm. All right. So, uh, so what's next, Mr. Monday? Where you, what's your next, uh, accomplishment you're going to, you're going to mark off the list here. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to see what gets thrown at me, I guess. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, I know you're getting ready to make your, uh, your Bass University debut. So tell Justin and the boys, we said hello from English Channel. And, uh, dude, congratulations on the win, man. That's incredible. That's that's awesome. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Heck, I liked being on here so much last time. I, uh, I felt like I needed to catch another good bag. <laughs> are they going to change your name just to money now and give up the Monday and just change it to money? Is that where we're going next? <laughs> Man, I don't know. I, uh, whatever works, I guess. <laughs> Did you have enough to replace that motor or get that motor fixed? Oh, yeah. I think I got it covered now. I, I <laughs> hope so. Uh, <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, I actually called a 10-pounder on the last day. That Yeah, I forgot about that. On the last cast. Last on the cast. last cast. Oh, yeah. that uh, Because, like, I, I mean, 
uh, that whole day, I mean, I knew I had a good lead going in, but I had I had a, a hammer behind me, you know, and I mean, he weighed in 34 pounds with a 12 inch fish. I mean, a 14 inch fish the day before. Wow. And I knew he, he mm. would love to uh, knock me off, you know, and and uh, I went out, I, I, I didn't want to go to that school where I'd called him the day before because I mean, I, I don't want to make it a community hole like the last one, you know? Sure. <laughs> and, sure. Uh, yeah. And so I just started running some places, places where I could catch a lemon. And I, I mean, it just ain't happening, but I see them. And uh, I went to the school at, back to the school at the end of the day, the wind laid some that I seen the most activity on. I, they wasn't none of them very big. And, um, yeah, Cause I'll, I, I ended up scratching out five keepers with a rattle trap prior to that. And then at the end of the day, I go to the spot where I'd seen the most fish and, uh, I mean, we're getting close to the end of the day, and and I was like, man, when I get this in, we got to go. I set my rod down, and I and as I'm doing that, I'm, I'm watching the 360, and and then all of a sudden there comes a, I mean, a big and just pops up, and I was like, uh, one more cast, and I, I fired in there and and caught a 10 pounder. Wow, wow! I tell you what, next January, David and I are coming to Rayburn. You're going to show him what a 10 pounder. Ken is like, I'm coming too. Uh, you're going to show him what a 10 pounder looks like on uh, on 360. I want to see it. So that's uh, let's go. That's incredible. So, brother, congratulations. Good luck, and uh, let's not wait so long. Talk, you know, again like like this. Let's let's do it a little sooner. How's that sound? Hey, sounds great to me. <laughs> All right, brother. Be good. We'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Have a good one. You too, man. See you. <laughs> well, guys, there he is. Derek Mundy. It'd be Derek like catching fish Mundy. Be like catching five Davids, Kenneth. I mean, it just mm. I mean, just it's unreal. Holy crap, dude. Well, next time we see David, we're, I'm just gonna lip him and you know see see what it feels like to, to <laughs> be disappointed. Like <laughs> to be so disappointed. We're, we're just gonna lip him. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Derek's a cool dude. It's good to see you win. And I liked what he said. You know, he didn't want to go back to that that spot. Didn't want to burn it. And, yeah. uh, so that's, uh, that's a good thing. So that'll be, uh, that'll be good. So, so well, you know, that, that was, that was one of the things that, that I heard people talk about, you know, is he catching all these fish in one spot and, you know, is it going to become a community hole? But it sounds like he's kind of dialed into multiple places. He can kind of move around and find new, new areas. So, yeah. uh, he's, he's doing the right thing. Oh, he is for sure. For sure. So, and it's good, good kid. Um, uh, so it's excited for him. It was they're probably one of the one of the coolest pictures. You know, last time they had a video of his kids or him getting the fish out of live well, and his son asked him, "Is that the biggest?" He kept saying, "No, no, no." And then the picture I saw on MajorLeagueFishing.com or whatever it is, um, like the whole family holding up fish. I mean, they weren't little either. So I mean, Mama's holding them up, and the kids. It was it was pretty cool. So. That's definitely um, something he's going to cherish for a long time. Man, he's got that cool trophy, so you uh, you can't beat that. Not as cool as the you pick him trophy, but it's pretty damn cool. That's all I got to say. So, y'all hang tight. Right back with more Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Whether day or night, I love to tie one on. Every day of the week, I like to tie one on. I don't care who's looking, I always tie one on. Every time I go on the water, I love to tie one on. You may not know this about me, but every once in a while, 
I've been known to tie one on. Come on, man. Join the Stray King team. All you gotta do, tie one on. <laughs> I think I always tie one on. Sportsman's Warehouse is your one-stop, convenient place to shop. Whether you're into camping, hunting, or fishing, our expert associates can help you find the gear you need. We carry a huge assortment of quality equipment from the best manufacturers in the country and around the world. We have guns, ammo, rods, and lures, not to mention every kind of outdoor clothing for the whole family. You can shop in one of our fully stocked stores or visit us online at sportsmanswarehouse.com. Visit Sportsman's Warehouse. Shop one of over 60 locations. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Time for a few news and notes. Brought to you by Humber Electronics, Minn Kota Trolling Motors, Talon and Raptor Shallow Water Anchors. More technology, more control, more fish. Hashtag One Boat Network. Find out more online. Humminbird.com, MinnKotaMotors.com. I just want to see a 13-pounder on 360. That's all I want to see. I just want to see the shadow it makes. So... I think that's going to be pretty pretty impressive. Well, so. you know, the best part about that is the only way you know for sure it's a thirteen pounder means you catch it afterwards. Oh, well, you got to catch it. That's for sure. So, but I, and I want to catch two sevens. You might be throwing to it. You might might be throwing to it thinking it's structure. I mean, as big You're as right. that thing is, You're right. it could be. Look at that truck. <laughs> Look at that stump over there. All of a sudden, the truck yeah. moves, <laughs> right? So until it moves, all of a sudden the truck moves. So um, let's see. A few news and notes. Fantasy fishing. Big shout out to those of you that are playing fantasy fishing with us. I looked earlier. Let me refresh it here. We are still, I think, fourth or fifth in line, but we are now over a thousand one hundred and twelve people playing fantasy fishing with us. If you're listening to this and you're signed up for Bassmaster Fantasy Fish, you need to come play the You Pick Them, theenglishchannel.com. <clears throat> It'll be a lot of fun. We're getting really close to having a, a big event there, so we're going to give away a lot of cool stuff, like I said earlier in the show. And it's easy. I mean, if Jason can do it, anybody can do it, right? So you guys sign up for that. And um, But he hadn't, he hadn't sent his picks in yet either, Kenneth. So you guys, you got just a few more hours. Right, right to the last minute. Few more hours to get that done. Last minute information. Wait for those odds to come out. Those Vegas odds. odds. Yeah. Good luck. You're gonna miss out on the tiebreaker though. That's it. Um, let's see. ICAST. They're saying it's gonna happen. Kenneth, what say you? Um, I'm gonna say that it can happen. It can. Yeah. It can. <laughs> Are you going if it if it can happen? I uh, have no idea at this point. Yeah, me either. I think I'm going to have to go if it happens, but I'm wondering who else is going to go. I know they say they've got a lot of people already signed up, but I want to know the major players that are signed up for that, if that's going to happen. I know Orlando's put in a lot of protocols, but um, I still would like to know what's uh, involved in that and who's going to go. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it will be interesting to see the participation um, this far ahead of time, especially because you're talking about people from a lot of different places. A lot of different places. And, and you said Orlando's doing a lot to, to, you know, to prepare for it. But a lot of these places people are coming from aren't necessarily in that same boat. No, they're not. And especially those from California, you know, you're not going to travel very far. And other states that have that, that have that travel restriction, will it be lifted by July? I don't know. But um, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to find out for sure. Um, Trip Weldon officially retired from bass. It hurts my heart. 
But uh, as we've talked to other guys like Christy and others that said they're going to miss Trip next year or this year rather, um, Trip is officially retired. I do hope to have Trip on the show here <clears throat> in the coming weeks. Just talk a little bit about that and uh, his, uh, his his process with with cancer and everything he's going through. So we're going to have have him on Trip. If you're listening, uh, congratulations on retirement. Good luck to you, bud. And I uh, can't wait to talk to him soon. Um, we talked about this a little bit last week. Uh, MLF Pro Circuit goes from two days of practice to three, or I'm sorry, from three days to two. So they've gotten rid of a day, and now they're just going down to two. What is? I read somewhere today that that is supposed to help them with being able to fish more trails or to fish both tours. David, did you read that? Did you see that? It's supposed to be able to help them do something, and it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But um, I, I'm thinking that it's probably just to streamline it with like, because the Bass Pro Tour thing, those guys only get what a day and a half of, of practice anyway. So I'm assuming is just a trickle down effect, sure, in a way. Sure. Okay. All right. Jason, your thoughts? Does that affect um, community dollars at that point? Keeping those guys out. I mean, it's all about the getting guys in town to spend money too you know does that affect that in some ways i mean it it, it may knock a night off of off a stay hotels you know, off a hotel and, you know. so it very well could but uh because you know a lot of those and we've learned this through things that we do um you know those those cvbs and those visitor you know people they want to know they how that. many people yep. are coming and how many nights are you anticipating a stay yep. right so then I mean, they turn around and go, we'll spend this much gas, we'll spend this much retail, we'll yeah. spend this much restaurant, you know. And they you can, kind of figure out what kind of economic impact it's going to be bringing in that's right. at that point. So uh, you would think it would, um, but um, I, I would love to know, too, how that works for, you know, the guys at camp. I would assume they look at, yeah. you know, the number of nights guys are going to camp and, and be there, the number of people that, that, that do come into camp. I know guys don't like to fill out those uh, those forms all the time or no. those those no. um, whatever they're called polls, but surveys. surveys. But I mean, it, it helps a lot of people. It, you know, it, it helps yeah. them plan, and um, so that's one thing that you know we're going to be doing here at Angler's Channel is we are we have if you're going to Chattanooga or to Chickamauga, or you're going to Douglas uh, or Watts Bar in Morristown or in Chattanooga, we now have two hotels that we're working with. To get you a better rate, um, Spring Hill Suites in Chattanooga and a Fairfield Inn in Morristown. So, and those are going to come. We're going to do more of that. So, we're working with part, travel partners to help uh, save you guys some money as well. So, uh, it'll be a pretty cool deal down the road. We'll have a little more information about that, but that's going to be uh, going to be good. David, I know you're a big fan and a big. I know you got a lot of it. The Guggen stuff, right? Did the Guggen sell? Are they gone? Are they out? What, what's, what's the deal with Guggen? So, I guess when I'm at work, <laughs> my other job. <laughs> Your real you know, job? I'm listening to a bunch of, you know, different stuff in between the ears. But um, I had I heard that, you know, the the Guggen squad sold, I don't know if it's like a part of their company in some ways. So, yeah, but it I, sounds like they were trying to take over the fishing world, though, like beyond what they have now. Really? So, what are they going to do next? What's the, what's their next plan? I saw where I see. I don't know if it was on YouTube or something. Like, that. I I know that those guys had fishing rods or whatever. But I think they're coming up with their own fishing rods and stuff as well. So, really? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. All right. That'd be interesting. Be curious to see 
how that doesn't work for them. So, good. Um, let's see. Plano College of Bass with KVD kicks off tonight, February the 3rd through March the 24th. Eight weeks of KVD, Kenneth. You can learn something from KVD. Eight weeks of KVD. That's a lot of KVD. It's a lot of KVD. A lot of KVD. Wednesday nights on their Facebook page, the Plano College of Bass. I'm interested to see how that works. Uh, Plano always does a good job. Kevin, you know, the one thing about Kevin and a number of these older guys is they've had the same sponsors for 93 years, right? And little tweaks here and there, little changes here and there, but never anything major. So Plano's been a big sponsor of his forever. And um, that's going to be gonna be pretty cool. And then the announcement made, um, I guess it was Monday, of the Bass Pro Shops National U.S. Open. I know you guys have looked through some of this. Jason, have you looked through any of this with, with what yeah, you're doing? Yep. So thoughts? Initial impressions? Eight tournaments, right? Um, and then it seemed kind of weird on – if I read it right, you sign up, and if it gets over a certain number of boats, then it becomes kind of a lottery draw at that point. So did, two, I read, did y'all read that? I think that's what I read. Two hundred fifty boats is a max yeah, per event. Boats, so if two hundred ninety yeah. sign up, then they're going to draw for the two fifty. Wow! So it's nothing yeah. like just if your first one's in, you're in. It's not. That's the way. I mean, read that a double check, but that's kind of how we read it, and it was like. That's something weird to me. It's like there's no chance for you to get in. You can only sign up for one, wasn't it? You only sign up for one qualifier, and you're really trying to get in a qualifier so that you ultimately can get – you can only fish one qualifier, I should right. say. And then you get into the million-dollar tournament, per se. You know, And, and there's going to be so, some people that get in through qualifiers, like through their bass club or through their, their through local their tournaments. Local, yeah, weekend tournament trail, buddy trail, whatever it is, you know, you can do it that way. But you still have um, to then, be in a you still have to be in a White River Marine group boat. Exactly, though, right? you have to fish in a White River Marine boat, and then, you know, I, I guess I have the question to y'all: like, you start adding these dollars up because I think Kenneth's been doing this a little bit lately. You know, as you add the dollars up of entry fees compared to payouts, um, it looks like somebody maybe hasn't been spending some money in the last few years and some of these big sponsors that used to have big deals with some of these other tournament organizations have got a little money to throw around now, it looks like. So that's kind of interesting to see that uh, being, because I mean, a million dollars yeah, for first place in the, in the championship. So, and then they're, they're doing trucks and boats. And I think both teams that win, I don't know if it was one of the regionals or if it was with the championship, get a truck and a boat, you know, both team members. Wow. You know, so, I mean, there's a lot of, they said it right on the Facebook, on the Facebook, they said it right. It's the biggest deal ever, you know, and it's a pretty big deal. You know, it's a, if money wise, sure. you know, so, and they're spread all over. Those right. eight tournaments aren't all just in the South. They're all over. Right. So the chance to get in, I think the championship is at, um, gosh, where is it? Iberac. Table, Table Rock. Rock. Table yeah. Rock. Yeah. So, and then you know why, you know why it's there. Sure. That's so, the home of all the big house. there and, yeah. you know, so, get everybody back there. Entry so, fees are cool. 450 per person, 250 if you're between yep. the ages of 12 and 17, and free for kids under 12. Um, so, if everyone paid, if all 4,500 paid 50 bucks, that's 2.1 million. So, for what it's worth. 
uh, coming from Jay Kumar's Bass Blaster there, looking at a couple notes he had he had picked up. But um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting money to being see. Paid out than that, though. I mean, it's you know, Kenneth, who's going to run these derbies? Payback. Is it going to be MLF? What's that? MLF going to run these derbies? I have no idea. <laughs> this will be part of the Big Five before we know it. So it'll be the Big, big Five team trail. <laughs> is what uh, is what it'll probably end up being before the Big Five overall. Buddy Trail. I don't know how much how much involvement is Johnny's company going to have in M- MLF. No, yeah, that's a good. Um, it's going to be. I don't know. That's going to be pretty. He uh, may be, he may be more vested in BASS right now. He may be. You're right. He's got a lot going on, that's for sure. So, uh, big Mercury news next Thursday, February the 11th, 10 a.m. on the Mercury Facebook page. Any guesses as to what it is? Yeah, I was wondering, I was going to say the same. What do you What do you think? I can't imagine. Like, you don't know? Do you, I think do you I, not I think know? I think I read it as, you know, an innovative motor. I can't imagine something better than what I have right now. I can't either. I can't Uber either. And, and certainly nothing that sounds better than what we have right now, right? I mean, it's yeah. just... You know, I said new decal scheme, maybe. You know, just make it look better. You know, new decals. New know, decal. The bass guys are pushing it pretty hard. So, I was, you know, saltwater, but, you know, the bass guys are pushing it pretty hard, too. So well, all of I us, all of us pro team members all got an email saying, hey, push this <laughs> you know for us. So, we're all, we've Do all been pushing now. it. So, <laughs> we'd, uh, we'd like to see it, that's for sure. But um, that'll be big news, February 11th. They do have a Facebook page. You can sign up to make sure you get it and um, and get on there. So my next my, my next and last point, then I'll get out of here, is we saw this and, and it was brought to attention um, to us via text. We've seen this throughout the years and um, on the stage by guys who you know just kind of misspeak, so to, so to speak, I guess so to say, whatever. But um, when you hear guys talk about, you know, they get on stage and well, what happened? Well, you know, my, my line broke, my reel tore up, my rod broke, um, or my motor blew up, right, on stage. You're saying that in front of a lot of people. And now with social media, it's just amplified, you know, a million times. What are you shaking your head at, Jason? I know where you're going. Just keep well, going. Well, I'm not. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to read the post. I'm not going to name names. But I'm just saying. You don't have to. KG, why are people committing? Why are anglers committing career suicide by saying, "Well, I got a, I blew up my motor this week"? When they all know you're sponsored by X, Y, or Z. Why can't they just say, you know, are I don't you know, still? technical issues? You're right. You may not be right. You're probably not after you make that post. Not, but exactly. Well, that particular anger has not shown us a new boat yet. Well, that particular anger hasn't shown us anything in a long time. So <laughs> just going to be really honest with you. He got more play at a recent local event than he had all that's, last that's year. That's all I was going to say. That's so all last year. Trail. I mean, why do you do that? I mean, for young guys listening, shit happens, right? Things happen. But let's not call out your sponsor or even a brand name. You know, like man, you know, I was I was doing real well, and then my you know my my motor blowed up, you know, and coming back in, and I, I don't know, you know, or uh, you, you know, my my boat be tore on the up bank or, for a while. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just let's why can't we just dumb that down and say I had a little technical difficulty and let everybody else figure out what happened? You, but I you mean, don't have to mention why? it at all. There's other at things all. you can yeah. talk about. Yeah, I mean, if you need to make a post every day, you know, post about something else. Don't even mention it. Yeah. The kayak's looking really good today. I think I might get it out. Yeah. Well, knowing him, he'd break a 
he'd break a paddle when he'd have an issue. So he'd have, he'd have to post about that. Well, blowed up my my boat paddle today. I guess I can't go fishing. But I mean, it's it's career suicide, is it not? I mean, do, does, do people not look at that? I mean, sure. Fifteen years ago, David, prior to social media, you could kind of make a little slip here and there. I mean, I was part of the George Cochran issue when he went on Gunnersville and it wasn't on my bait. But I mean, you there's things that happen. And now, though, everybody sees it. But, you know, even 20 years ago, when we didn't have all this social media, you had to be careful what you said. You did. It's it's even amplified that much more now. It is. It it really Mm -hmm. is. And, I mean, people can take that and run, and everybody looks for the negative in something. And so what does that do to him when he goes to – X motor company and say, Hey, I want to, you know, what can I do for next year? And they're going to say, well, you know, we're out of power heads. Sorry. You know, out of motors. Good luck. Here's a, here's a order form. You can buy one. I mean, he's shooting himself in the foot. A lot of them have, a lot of them do it. So why do you do that? If, if you're an angler out there and you're not real sure of the proper wording, there are people that can help you. There are. And they're, um, and, and you can help yourself by just shutting your mouth. Yes. Do so. they feel the need just to be so personal that, hey, man, I'm just going to put everything out there? I mean, is that I'm not getting any traction off this, so I'm going to do something just stupid, not stupid, or just, you know, just something drastic just to get, you know, more attention, I guess. Well, uh, I mean, I mean, we're talking about it, so it did something. <laughs> well, it did I have, something. It, I, have, it, I have no idea what goes through their brain when they make a post like that. I, I can't <laughs> I can't justify it in any way. I can't either. But the one reason why I brought it up, Jason, is because. All of us here have kids, right? And a lot of other people that yeah. listen to the show have kids. And those kids are looking up to people, whether it's LeBron, right. whether it's Dale Jr., whether it's whoever, right? And mm-hmm. you, you know, as a parent, you gotta be careful who they're looking up to, but also two kids, you need to be able to see through the crap, right? And figure out who's for real. And who's just feeding you? Look over, look, just look in the same family. Just look at another person, and he's doing a good job. Is that what you're kind of saying? I I didn't say that. Not to mention any names. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying anything. (laughs) All I'm saying is, you know, I mean, just you know, who you're looking up to, and and really do a a little search and see. I mean, because it's a little scary. It really is. But um, I, I just, you know, and but yet these same guys are going to complain about not getting deals or not, you know. You know, things happening. Well, you know, my my thing to that is, you know, why don't you shut up and fish and try to catch a few and um, stop posting about everything negative happening. So, you know, you know, it's saying that and, you know, a lot of these guys, you know, talk about these YouTubers and, you know, how they're not real fishermen and, and all that. But what they are, though, is is they really get the attention of their viewers and it's and it's personal. So you got to be a little careful of what you what you put out there because the people that are trying to follow you they're trying to follow you at a lot more detailed level than maybe what the opportunity was in the past. Sure. So sure. you got you got to really watch what you yeah, put out there and you think, what people gravitate towards. Do, do you do you not think now growing up growing up watching fishing I was a major major Denny Brower fan always have been all right. My first Ranger, you'd think I tried to get it with Evan Rude? I did, because that's what Daniel Brower ran. Mm-hmm. Do you, you know, when I would when when I would go fishing with my uncle on Bugs Island and we'd stop at the bait store on the way through, get a biscuit and get a drink and then buy some tackle, he'd buy a 99 cent, you know, 
black and blue jig and I'd buy the two ninety nine Denny Brower Pro Model jig. You know? That's what I did. That's who I looked up mm-hmm. to. Then I met Denny and I really looked up to him even even more then. And so it's 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 who you I mean and but I mean there's guys that you look up to now and you're like, man, I really cool guy. Then you meet him, you're like, uh eh, probably not. You know, whether it's a pro athlete or whether it's a pro fisherman, but you talk about those YouTubers, I got a good buddy that's a YouTuber. And he's doing so well. I mean, he's like a year or two out of college. And he's doing some of his YouTube stuff. Dude bought an RV. He's in Miami right now fishing, filming with his buddies. Right? And he's making money doing it. Kid's 22, 23 years old, bought an RV. Hauled his boat down there. His buddy drove it. He hauled his trucking boat down there. They're filming. They're fishing. They got millions of viewers looking up to them, you know, to what they do. But they're playing it smart. So, I mean, you just, just, you know, as kids watching this, listen to this, you know, just be careful who you're looking up to. And, 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 you know, there's always going to be the guy that talks too much. There is, like me. But I mean, you know, there's guys <laughs> no. that there's guys that don't realize it, but they're 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 making yep. career suicide. You don't think we talk? Listen, when I was pro staff director at Strike yeah. King Lure Company, you don't think I talked to other people? You think yeah. I don't call? I didn't call Joanne O'Brien at Skeeter Boats, or I didn't call Spanky at Ranger and say, "What do you know about this guy?" I think I didn't call yeah. other people that used to work with him. You know, because because then your reputation is on the line. It is. I don't mm-hmm. recommend anybody to anything. And y'all know that. It's very rare for me to say, to call a company and say, hey, you need to talk to this guy. I, don't, I just don't, I've been burned. I, I don't do it. And not that I'm anybody, mm-hmm. but somebody called asking my opinion about him, I'll give it. But I don't, it's it, it's hard for me to recommend people a lot of times to, 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 to companies, especially fishermen, because I've been burned with it. And in the fishing world, it's, you know, these guys always talk about, used to you had a resume, you know, fishing resume you put out. Now, now, it's you don't media. even need a fishing resume, you know. No, this, no. this these companies, this world is so small. This fishing side is so Listen. small. Everybody knows everybody, and 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 you know, people take much. People aren't going to believe this or understand this, but there was a guy that that used to work for Yamaha, and uh, I'm trying to remember his last name because he he left there and went to, to FLW. But he was first draft director for Yamaha. His name was David, and um, he had what they called the thump factor, right? Because back before social media, we used to always get, you know, clippings on newspapers and magazines mm-hmm. from guys that would send mm-hmm. them in. And if you had to make a decision on a pro staffer at that time, right, you took both their yeah. files and you threw them on the desk. The one that thumped the loudest, that's the guy you kept. So at that time, though, there was accountability for what you did. Yeah, and I don't know if that's still the same now. It, it may be more so. For some and it should be it's probably less for others but i mean there's you know there's there's some guys out there that are deserving of deals and there's some guys out there that that, that whine and moan and bitch too much to even be considered to even be in the sport anymore and, so. and there's some that think they should get the deals just because they're there yep oh yeah you're exactly right you're exactly right well i'm a lead angler i'm an elite angler i fish the flw yeah. pro circuit or mlf pro circuit you know and you know i you know i fish the bpt i don't give a shit these companies have budgets they have things they have to do i mean i've been told no 23 times this year already and it's only and the February crazy the second. thing is chris and some of these youtubers we talk about you know these googan guys we talk about they move the needle a little more for some companies 
Well, absolutely do. Then these fish, then the pro fishermen do. And that's, you know, good or bad for our industry, that, um, that's, that's a different model sometimes. Well, good or bad, it's all about selling product. And if you're not moving product, if you're complaining that you blew a motor or you're complaining that, you know, your, your reel blew up or you're complaining about this or that is why you didn't win or why you didn't catch that fish or why you're not going fishing, then it doesn't bode well for you and that product and people see that. And you can't tell me, well, that, well, nobody really knows what motor brand I run. Listen. The hardcore guys, seriously, like the four of us right here, (laughs) tell you right now who's running what and how they're doing it, right? And and be surprised when one makes a change, Kenneth. Yeah. And and if you'll complain about a motor, you'll complain about a rod or reel or your line or a bait. Could be anything. You're right. You're right. So you just uh, watch what you do and how you do it. Watch what you say, and you'll be all right, David. Ranger Boats Bass wrap up. Anything you talk about? Anything of anything noteworthy? Um, well, we talked about Derek Mundy's butt whooping on Sam Rayburn. Um, the there was a BFL in Ufall that where you guys are at, won by Donald Griffith with 1811. 1811. Yep, I like it. And we were all over. We were. Cold <laughs> <laughs> or something came through, killed on that <laughs> A cold front Alabama, I don't believe it. So there's no way. <laughs> How much snow you got up here, David? Uh, I think within the last, what, week and a half? 15 minutes. A foot and a half? Foot and a half. Wow. Wow. I, I, yeah. I, yeah, within the last week, I've used my snowblower. I don't know. Yeah, more than I probably did all year last year. So, so does your snowblower have an attachment? So what is y'all's low? Oh, huh? Low? What do you mean, like temperature wise? Yeah, what's your low temperature? Because I mean, it's like it's super cold up negative there. Negative right sixty. Uh, I know this weekend it's gonna the high is gonna yeah. be probably in like the single digits, maybe low teens, if even this oh. weekend. But that's just this weekend. But yeah, I yeah mean, it's here been, it's gonna be that way. All like you know, every time every time we do one of these, all I can think about this time of year is is David living in Snowpiercer, right? Where it's minus one hundred and thirty five degrees <laughs> Celsius. <laughs> Everybody lives in a train. I just, I just, you know, I just, I just can't imagine. I mean, I go outside after now. After it gets below fifty, it's just cold. After that, it, it doesn't really matter is. how cold it is. I mean, you know, I, I, I talked to a guy today. And he's like, "Well, it's only thirty-four degrees. I'm like thirty-four with a wind chill of minus thirty. I mean, it's cold. The wind <laughs> yeah. blows up down here. It, it, it gets cold. That's for sure. So, for sure. Any other things to talk about? Um. Well, there was the uh, we we talked about Chickamauga earlier. There was also the BFL on Chickamauga, which is won by Tim Smiley with a twenty-five. Five, okay, and that one was the point. No, no, we were all over on that one. I'm sorry, we were all over that one. Kenneth got that point the last one. I'm sorry, I was did. mistaken because Kenneth got a guess at 57 pounds. Which, so I mean, he put the nail in the coffin for January. Our last, our last, comes month, our last for the our last inner circle, inner sanctum. You picked them. You picked as them. the guest picker. As the guest yeah. picker, now. <laughs> Now we've gone to the the broad spectrum. You you've you've brought in the army. I have. The, the three of you couldn't get it done. Now you've just it, brought in the I whole. I think this army. should be called "Can You Beat Kenneth?" Is I still think we should go with that title. I've got a, and, and we might, and you know, we might have to give a point if you beat Kenneth. You know, it, um, it, it's a completely different game now. I used to play on uh, the fact that y'all left me. <laughs> 
options. That we suck. Y'all, y'all gave me advantages. I, I don't have that. It's completely blind. I'm almost going to have to pick it right on every time. But the See, number. I still say day. I did a good job picking the guest picker. He almost went undefeated. He did. I'd say that's probably the, the best thing you've ever done. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I just laid it out there for you, Kenneth. Yeah. So it's, uh, but I'm excited. A lot of folks have chimed in that they're excited to get this thing playing. So, like I said at the top of the show, um, you pick them on the website. We're picking five this week. And make sure you read it right. We're picking the MLF Toyota Series on Toho. It's a three-day total winning weight. So the guy, third day, three-day cumulative weight. Big Bass two-run Harris chain. It's not a five-fish deal. It's one fish, the biggest bass for the weekend. What's it going to be? Joe Bass Team Trail, that's a single-day single day five-fish winning weight. Carolina Bass Challenge is a five-fish winning weight for a single day. And the Strike King Bass Challenge, as much as y'all want to – want to do a five fish limit for that one it's not it's a one day single big fish uh winner for that they get a boat overhaul what it was what is what it's called in the press release a, a boat makeover i think it's just a bunch of tackle and rods and reels and all that good stuff from so i can lose but oh, okay single bass the carpet what do we do <laughs> overall big bass winner yeah they're going to send it back to you guys and make you re- refurbish it so five tournaments <laughs> put your name and email in hit submit it'll come to me we'll put them in the sheet and uh, we will be good to go. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I got a whole table full of prizes and stuff over here ready to roll. Yo. And Michelle, never give up Ikestead. Yes. Be sure to get your picks in. <laughs> Better hurry get your up. Picks in. You only got a few more hours. Midnight tonight, Wednesday, February the 3rd. Picks have to be in for this week. We'll do them every Monday, put new picks out every – well, we might put them out Sunday night, uh, Monday morning, put picks out, and then uh, you make your picks before. Tell them where they can find it one more time anglerschannel.com go to the contest page click on you pick them you can also go to our facebook page to click on the link our instagram page click on the link um and then also we'll also be sending out the the weekly deal via newsletter as well so make sure you sign up for the angler channel insider newsletter that will uh, that will give you the inside scoop on the uh, coming events and uh, and how that works you can also chime in um, and tell us your thoughts via the X-Zone hotline, 256-535-3217. Uh, if you want to get a tournament on a tournament calendar, you can hit Submit Tournament. David's got his finger up. Yes, sir. Have at it. I was going to say, uh, y'all think Derek Mundy's fishing that striking event this weekend? No. Maybe. Pick him. Probably. Probably. I bet he's there with some 8XDs autographing him. I should have asked him for autograph 8XD is what I should have done. So, good kid. Uh, excited for him and his win. Um, so, folks, as always, thank you guys for listening to this week's Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. We do encourage you to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Very podcast app. We also ask if you like the show, go ahead and share it with your mom and them. Feel free to chime in and give us your thoughts. 256-535-3217 on the Exxon Hotline. Like I said before, on behalf of our guest, Mr. Daryl Gleason, getting ready for the Elite Series down there in uh, St. John's. Big shout-out to his wife, Randy, for uh, making sure he looked pretty and had the right lighting and all that stuff lined up for the Zoom call. That that, that helps. For uh, your Rayburn winner, Mr. Derek Money Monday. He'll also be on Bass University, um, so make sure you check out that live as well. And um, for these three clowns, Mr. Grover, Mr. Zhong, Mr. Duran, 
and our puppies that are running around everywhere. You know what, Jason? You know what I learned this week? Uh, what'd you learn? You can't always control who walks into your life, but you can't control which window you throw them out of. So, guys, oh. have a great week. God bless. Good fishing. Wear your damn life jackets. Well, buck your damn life jacket. Wash your damn hands. Wear your damn face mask. We'll see you next week. Don't take it personal. Thanks for listening to the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, your number one tournament resource.